In a world where global communication is connecting us in many ways, we need to stay connected anytime, anywhere, any place. Welcome to the world of Athelos. Welcome to Athelos World. My name is Abed Bawani and this is our podcast series. Uh, this is our in conversation with our global ambassadors, people doing good around the world, uh, making a difference. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Essen Gull. Essen, welcome. Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. Uh, good to have you. Essen is the head of experimentation at the UNDP in Pakistan. Now, Essen, um, this year has been really strange. You know, we're coming out of what has been a pretty unusual year in itself, 2020, and we're still trying to find our way. But one of the things that I'm seeing a lot of and hearing a lot of in, in sort of our conversations and uh, networks is, is that there just seems to be this renewed vigor for doing good, right? I don't know if it's self-reflection that people have had time with uh, during lockdowns or whether it's just, this just feels like it's the right thing to do right now. And we've seen examples of that globally and world over. So it felt timely to start Athelos's ambassador program, which we kicked off at the UN General Assembly week last September. Uh, and you've been one of our ambassadors uh, championing uh, innovation uh, as the SDGs um, are really kind of shaping up uh, this year as we enter the decade of action. So I just want to learn a little bit more about kind of your motivation, I guess, and why, why you felt compelled to step up to the plate, as it were, and share your kind of uh, inspiration with others um, what, what was that moment in your life that you thought, I've got to do a little bit more, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm working in some amazing spaces, you know, like I said, you, you know, with UNDP, fantastic organization of the UN, you're working in innovation. So clearly, clearly you're going to be changing the landscape over the next 10 years. Um, but let, let's try and understand a little bit about, you know, what's going on inside your head, but also your <laughs> heart, how we can inspire other people to do good as well. So, sure. So uh, it's been, uh, it's not like that this happened like a year ago or a two year ago. It's It's been a journey. I think since as a young person, I had this realization that uh, we have not been born in an equal world. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm coming from Pakistan, so not all our realities are very similar to people listening to us in the developed world, especially in the U.S., where I often quote, the, uh, <laughs> quote this, that we have, we I do not produce 200 times more of carbon footprint than one child living here in Pakistan, right? But yet we are at the accountability front of uh, climate risk and we are the ones suffering of the climate challenges so then who's going to voice it who's going to talk about this who is do we just give up and just give in to the pressures of the world and start living in a reality which has been shaped for us in rooms which we don't belong to or we were never asked to be in or we were given a space in those rooms so it, it, it has been a realization from early on in my let's say teenage or early adulthood was that Who's going to challenge the system? Who's going to challenge these limitations, you know? 
Uh, now, one could take that political advocacy role and get into that realm or take or take a role of a youth leader and step up, you know. So it, it has never been an easy journey, you know. It, uh, you're confined by resources. Your parents are like, what are you up to? Why don't you just get a job and earn money and you're sorted? Why, are, why do you have to care so much about the community issues and it's a it's an energy draining pro, uh, pro, process you know you you as an individual yeah please go ahead sorry i was just saying you just raised a really interesting point there and i think some things have changed um over the last decade where you just said why don't you go and get a job and i think maybe that that mindset is still there in in the elder generation or our generations above us and, and certainly not in the generations below but they're more about exactly. perhaps but the point that you raised there so is so true that you know why why they raise us up with core values and a moral compass do the right thing look after your elders certainly in pakistan context and i know that resonates across the pond uh, in in the west as well um be kind to other people do charity do good stuff you know volunteer all that kind of stuff but you, you've kind of like said okay that's that's great, but I want to do more than that. And then yeah. that becomes really kind of like discussion points. Like, why does he want to do so much more? And like you say, borderline becomes political. Are you going to go down becoming an activist? Mm -hmm. um, so it's really interesting to hear. And that's probably a conversation we'll have in part two and part three. But please get yeah, to carry on. So majorly for me, let, let's say when I had this realization that we have to do more is also because it also depends on the peers around you. For instance, a lot of motivation for me was that from this community group we had created, we used to ponder over the challenges and we were like, we have to do something. So it has, it's never been an, it's never an individual's journey alone, but as an individual, you can bring that collective intelligence and that collective energy together and harness those uh, pockets of, uh, let's say, uh, like, for instance, I have a twin brother and he's super interested into uh, getting data and scientifically proving his point. I, on the other hand, would go and find people's stories and community stories and bring them together. So it's always been for us that piggybacking on each other's uh, work and create this community of practice. And hence, uh, from a very early on, uh, challenging the status quo, but not being there's a thin line difference between being arrogant and rude towards the system but and then uh, or else be be constructive in your feedback and be open towards uh, uh, trickling down the impact which you're thinking but then giving them solutions which they might be too zoomed in in their uh, in their approach like for instance i was in a in a meeting with the planning commission today on the youth programming of the country and i was talking to them about that you all right now must be thinking of a probable future, what the youth should be having. But sure. have you checked with the youth that what future they prefer? So there's a type of future which is preferable future. We make have we talked about that? Have we, have we uh, created any foresight sessions with them? Have we created any community of practice? Do we have youth leaders in the room where we're deciding the future of them, right? So, so bringing these right questions at the right forum is also needed. But not everyone has that privilege to be there, especially the marginalized women in our country. Uh, we were talking about how digital transformation is happening around the world. But what about 
those young people in the in the newly merged districts or the Gilgit Baltistan region of Pakistan which do not even have access to internet right so the 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 problems are so diverse and the scope is so complex that no one size fit all kind of a solution would work here so so we need to have these youth leaders representing all sorts of uh, let's say communities youth groups as well as they be that voice you know so there very interestingly someone said that it's about the youth voice but then also about youth leadership it's easy for us like adults like us like i am at the brink of being a youth versus <laughs> you're the generation above but you're actually a youth member yourself right maybe on the precipice of being adult <laughs> yeah so we were like that it should be a lot of our interventions might be youth focused but how can we go move beyond youth focused to youth led why can't we let them make the decisions for themselves right why can't we let them be, uh, be become an integral part of the electoral system why don't we let them become an integral part of the job market decisions have to be made so it it it's yeah. interesting tension but that is what kind of discussions we need to go in and this has been my motivation since ever to create so, these dialogues i think i think this is really kind of like helping shape understanding for you know people listening to this podcast that I feel motivated, I feel activated, or I feel that I should activate others. And, I, and I'm sensing from you, and, and, and I guess it helps to have a twin brother as well, right? Um, that, that you probably felt a sense of that you, you always needed to be the voice of, you know, whether that was a youth or a voice of. And that's probably been sort of inculcated in you from an early age. But I think obviously your personality, knowing you as well, uh, has shaped that. And I'm sensing that's probably then one of the compelling reasons to become an ambassador, right? Because you you realize that here's here's a gift or a skill that you have, and it would be unfair not to use that and yeah. to activate others as well. Now, whether that's youth or you know marginalized women, as you mentioned, um, do you think do you think being a role model then? So one is being an ambassador from a you know amplifying or echoing or activating others but there's another component to being an ambassador and that's you know leading by example being a role model and i know you've got mashallah all of the attributes and traits that you know uh, you know young young people would aspire to i wouldn't be like essen um <laughs> do you feel that yourself that you know you're a role model or is that something that others just see I think a role model doesn't have to be someone who's perfect, right? So it's about someone can someone can share their realities with or get inspiration from. Like when I hear from young uh, young women working in Sargoda and create uh, on creating uh, uh, pencils out of uh, plastic waste or uh, this carbon waste, and they reach out to us, me and Mohsen, and tell us that, hey, I took this inspiration from one of uh, webinars I heard uh, of. At, at that moment, you realize, okay, maybe we're doing something towards creating that momentum and that movement, you know, engaging people at a larger level. But I think as a role model, you need to also uh, uh, be more grounded. You know, you, you, you might accept that your skills are of use to others, but then uh, as a role model, you 
you need to grind more you need to work harder you need to create those spaces for those people to actually uh, reach uh, reach back to you for instance i feel very very uh, heavy hearted when people write to me on linkedin that hey how can we get that job do you have any job offering available is there any way you can help us increase our livelihood those kind of things really uh, put me under pressure and bog me down and i think like i need to do more you know but but i don't know it's it's a it's it's in, it's uh, it's interesting to see if there are people out there seeing you as a role model but then you inside know that i can do way more so it's a very uh, it's a versus going in your brain where you feel like that i need to do more for the, these people yeah. yeah and and do you feel pressured when we when we give you this tag of being a role model because that's something to live up to right like you said it's a humbling experience do you feel there's additional pressure now on you to be mindful perhaps even more about you know i mean you're a good guy right that goes without saying but now you have to watch a little bit more carefully the things that you say and do because you know that other people are influenced uh, by your the uh, but that actually comes with any position of privilege right so if you are someone who is a community leader or someone who people look towards you your actions do matter for me if i let's say start criticizing a, a certain political group and people who uh, who kind of associate myself uh, uh, with the work i do i am actually influencing the way they think right so so it's very important on how whatever we do how does that translate into action i often uh, say this to my family and <laughs> my friends that whatever we do have have has consequences so you cannot expect that what you uttered will not come back to you it will and this in this digital world it does so be very be mindful of those things but then don't be scared too much as well right you 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 it's it's a very thin line between being scared and not doing what is right and not saying what is right because now the community's hawk eye is on you all the time but then you're also guiding the community so if you feel like that this is something which the others should know maybe create those filters for yourself right do i really need to see this say this and does the community really want to hear this then go ahead if your conscience is clear and says what i'm hearing what i'm hearing from you is that you know really we all are role models whether we have a a a, a prestigious back privilege background rather or whether we have titles like ambassadors that we're all role models in some way shape or form you know whether to our immediate peers our younger siblings everyone yeah. around us because we're defined by our actions not by necessarily who we are right um so that, that's a really great takeaway i just want to go back you know back a little bit further in in your life uh just to sort of pick you know you mentioned that you always wanted to do good and you know, you're kind of activated and activist you know speak up for for other people and i can see that now you know having this conversation and we've got a great deal of of a really big pool of people globally now thanks to as you mentioned digitization um uh, amongst its challenges of connectivity that mm. you know can all be uh, activated to do to something good do you think if we collectively 
look at what we're doing and so again a moment of self-reflection so if we look at what it is that we're doing and that we you know as you said we are role models in some way shape or form and can we speak up for someone else or can we speak up about a particular issue so whether that may be you know gender issues or uh, inequalities you know we we touch upon the sustainable development goals there um we think it's easy for other people to be motivated to become these role models so do we need to have everyone becoming an ambassador or can we just inspire and activate you know use this platform as a springboard to say you know if you're doing some good you want to do some more good you're compelled to do something bigger and better than what you're doing aja as i say in urdu join join the family join the movement don't think twice would that be your kind of advice or would you say no 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 think about it you know what do you want to focus on what what's your view what's right i i believe that I don't know, not at all. Like, for instance, for me, any ecosystem uh, needs engagement. Needs. Uh, I always say this word that we all need to act as a connective tissue. If someone can come and link to ourselves, they can thrive with us. For instance, if someone who wants to work on green jobs agenda and knows that sustainability is, let's say, one of the mentor or one of the ambassadors. works in the sustainability area maybe that's a good connection point and for them to thrive together you know because at the end of the day if we're doing social good of course i don't say that do social good without having businesses you can uh, have a business yet do social good so so align your agendas you know align those larger political agendas and those clear mission driven kind of goals together and for that a springboard or any platform which kind of helps map it out right for me like i i have my restrictions that i would only know two people three people four people doing what i am doing or maybe max 10 but how who's going to help me see beyond that you know how how would you let me uh, look beyond those boundaries which naturally exist right so so for that any community is is a good community to connect with if they have a mixture of the right people diverse skills diverse themes working on because someone working in let's say education uh, development challenges doesn't necessarily mean that all they'll work on is on education it has spillover impacts on other thematic issues as well education with ai artificial intelligence education with health so having this mixture of diverse people around you in a network really helps so let's say for instance someone listening to us doesn't know about ethelos ambassadorship program or maybe uh, is not interested in becoming one of an ambassador uh, it's okay keep doing the good work but but uh, being connected or at least let's say not actively but passively engaging with communities like uh, the ambassadors program of ethelos or anyone else you can actually stay a little connected or or you can uh, take these as an opportunity to uh, see the trends of the future you know the mega trends or uh, forces which are changing the future we all have our own confined knowledge and confined uh, networks so these things are there to really help us see beyond so individually keep doing but if you can get hold of a community or a connective tissue like one as ethelos go for it these things help you thrive yeah i i think that's great advice um you know so you know just kind of summarizing your your point there that 
you don't have to belong necessarily to a structured program like this one. But since we're all role models in, in our own unique way and, you know, we have a voice, uh, at least most of us do, um, to be an amplifier, maybe to be an influencer. I don't mean necessarily social media sense, but to advocate, raise awareness, to provide information, communication, perhaps education, and become part of this collective intellect. I love that phrase, and I'm, I'm going to use that a lot more. <laughs> um, but I'll quote you on it, Essen. Um, and I think you know platforms like Athelos and the Global Ambassador Program really kind of help just take it one step beyond. Um, Essen, that's all we've got time for today. The podcast was supposed to be a short conversation, but I could speak to you for hours. So let's bring you back <laughs> for a part two and a part three, I think, definitely, uh, or yeah. season two, season three. Um, <laughs> it's been great having you on board. You are certainly a really good guy, and I think you make some amazing, amazing impact on the world. I'm really going to pay attention to the work that you're doing. Um, any final words of wisdom for people listening in? Just keep doing what you're doing, but just keep one filter check on yourself that you're not being, you're not hurting anyone. Be more empathetic. And right now in a world where we're living, where people are losing jobs and people are losing their livelihoods, if you can make an impact and help those people, just go ahead and do it. You'll never, you'll, you never know how much of a difference you're making in their lives and their families' lives. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I think that's awesome. Um, so let, let's uh, touch base again. Let's uh, continue these uh, conversations. Again, thank you for your time. Um, it's been a pleasure, ha pleasure having you, Essengel, uh, and we'll speak soon. Thank you. Athelos is the magical wizard in communication solutions around the world. One number, one world. For information, athelos.world or athelos.com. Welcome to the world of Athelos.